James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snerdly, on 77 WABC, the crown jewel of American radio. And here we are, another Monday in the city. James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snerdly, with you all week long. We've got day one of six ahead here with you through Saturday. Christmas time, Christmas time. Yeah, yeah, you still think it's a long uh, ways away? Not so much. Closing in. The days are going to fly by. If you have things on your list that you want to get for people, may I suggest a humble suggestion? You do what you want to do, of course, but you may not want to wait until the last minute this year. Let's see in the news. Where do we start? There's so much. Let's start with this. Mayor Bill de Blasio, outgoing mayor, not soon enough. Bill de Blasio has announced a sweeping coronavirus vaccine mandate for all private employers in New York City. All private employers. Private meaning they are not government employers. They don't work for the government. They are not part of a government agency. But yet, this mayor, who has done almost nothing right when it comes to battling this disease, as evidenced by the numbers, the most successful way of handling the disease apparently has been in Florida, which has the lowest COVID rates among the states of our nation. But this man, this, this, this mayor... Bill de Blasio went to, of course, that left-wing radical network, MSNBC, to announce Omicron is here. It looks like it's very transmittable. The timing is horrible with the winter months. And so he is going to insist that all private employers in New York City issue a vaccine mandate to their employees. Now, if you are a private employer, if you own a business in New York, I would love to hear what you have to say about this mandate. Are you going to abide it? Do you think it's the right thing to do? Do you think that this mayor has overstepped his boundaries once again, or do you agree with him? And if you'd like to weigh in on that, 800-848-WABC is the number to call, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Omicron has been detected, according to the Washington Post, in 17 states. New York City, of course, in their headline, expands vaccine mandate to private employers. 17 states, including California, since California reported its first case on December 1st. How's that travel ban with the African folks working out there, Joe Biden? 
The first time you heard the word Amnicron and you heard Africa together in the same sentence, you decided that you would ban African people from coming here, people, you know, a few shades darker than you. And it seems to me that that hasn't done anything to stop uh, good old Omicron. Omicron virus just keeps marching right on. Now it's in 17 states. I wonder if Omicron is in the systems of any of the people that are crossing our borders illegally, people which, Mr. Biden, you and your administration fly all over the United States on aircraft and put in cities and states against the will of governors and those in the states. You do it in the dead of night. How many people coming over the border illegally have Omicron? Oh, that's right. You don't keep records of those people because they are first-class citizens in America. The second-class citizens are those expected to follow your rules. Just to note, Donald Trump's new media company is already being investigated by securities regulators over at the Securities Exchange Commission. No, of course not. People say, well, what did he do wrong? Oh, come on. That's not even the question. This is just, you should have expected this the moment President Trump said he was going to form a media company to go up against the tech giants. And here we go. The Trump hate um, for the left never, ever, ever, never, ever, ever stops. The big tech companies themselves should be the ones under investigation for their practices, including censorship of political views, but they don't, they aren't, and they won't be. Turning our attention to a moment to Michigan, you know that those renegade parents of the school shooter have been arrested. That news came in last week, toward the close of last week. Well, they may not be the only ones arrested in this case. According to Fox News, Oxford school officials could be charged, school officials, in the deadly Michigan shooting. The parents, both parents, have already been charged with four counts of involuntary manslaughter. School officials could still face charges. At least that's what officials say. Because of the way that they handled the shooter, which was they they met with Crumley and his parents after a teacher reported seeing violent drawings made by him he convinced the school officials that the drawings were made for a video game and he was sent back to class. Then, after being sent back to class, well, you know what happened. Now school officials are coming under scrutiny and perhaps there might be prosecution of them as well in that very, very deadly and ugly shooting in Oxford, Michigan. Bob Dole, American hero from World War II, of course, we learned passed away on Saturday. 
two Purple Hearts Bronze Star for his service during World War II, four terms in the U.S. Senate, made a run for president back in 1996 that failed. Bob Dole said that he would be the bridge to the past, and Bill Clinton promptly said he'd be the bridge to the future. That was that campaign in a nutshell, but Bob Dole was, despite despite being seen as somewhat irascible sometimes, Bob Dole was a well-loved fixture, not just for Republicans, but for Democrats. So it is no surprise that there are some liberal journalists now who have mocked him after his death. Some of them, a women's group today. No, 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 I'm sorry, the women's group. Oh, that's a different story. That's about Chris Cuomo. An Intercept writer posted images of four headlines in order of the publishing date suggesting Bob Dole's death was caused by his reported link to big tobacco. Bob Dole was in his 90s, 93, I believed. And yet these liberals cannot help but try to 98 years old, I'm sorry, 98, almost 100. And yet you've got these liberal journalists trying to make some association between Bob Dole's death and Big Tobacco. You had another one that actually mocked Bob Dole. You know, what? what is it about liberals that they just won't let someone that should be honored by our country, such as Bob Dole, Bob Dole sacrificed so much. He was severely, he wasn't just injured in World War II. He was severely injured. Severely injured. And had years and years of excruciating pain in service to his country. Not just to, not just his service in World War II, but his service in the Senate. What is it that would make people... Just when he passes at age 98, just, just, uh, why would you go on the attack against a man like this? He is perhaps the last of the World War II veterans we had that served in the Senate. I don't know that for sure. I'm going to try to find out. But Bob Dole was no question whether you liked his politics or not. Bob Dole was an American hero who deserved nothing but respect. Homicide, this is in the lily, is a leading cause of death for pregnant women. Their headline says, in pregnant people. Well, it's women who get pregnant in the real world. That's a result of a new study Black women are at greatest risk of homicide while pregnant. I'm not going to delve in that today. I'm going to hold this story. Because there's a lot that I want to uh, link it to later in the week, but I want you to be aware of the headline in case you want to look it up for yourself in the lily. Homicide, leading cause of death in pregnant people, pregnant women, A new study finds black women are at, it should say, if they're going to be consistent, black people are at greatest risk. There is a 15, it prints out to 15 printed pages, story in the Washington Post today, a 
about a white teacher who taught white students about white privilege and it cost him his job. Again, I don't know whether we have time to go into detail. I'm just alerting you that it's out there. You may want to look at it. I am holding it aside. We will get to it at some point. There's also a story about a black couple who is suing an appraiser in San Francisco. They say they got lowballed on the appraisal for their house, so they whitewashed it. In other words, they took all the pictures, family pictures with black faces out. They took off African-themed art off the walls. They made the house like a vanilla house, like, uh, you know, just you wouldn't be able to tell. And the value shot up dramatically from $995,000, the lowball appraisal to over almost a million and a half after they whitewashed the house. Interesting story there. I will take a gander at this one because we all need to be very, very concerned about this. This is an existential, existential, I'm trying to say the word, existential threat to all of us. And that is that the world's strongest ocean current is speeding up and humans, you, you people are to blame. The global conveyor belt, the world's earth currents, is speeding up. And humans did it. You people are making the ocean speed up. It's robust acceleration now. The water's not just moving along as nature calls. You people interfered. You people in your global warming. And now the ocean currents are speeding up. Damn you. Well, I think this is an opportunity, though, if actually, because if we are able as human beings to make the water currents in the ocean go faster, surely, surely, we can all pitch in and reverse the trend. I'm going to suggest that we all get our little rowboats and go out and just start rowing against the current. In other words, push it back, slow it down. If we can make the, the, the currents in the water go faster in the oceans, we can make them go slower. We have amazing powers. And then there's the Chris Cuomo story. And we'll get there. James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurley. We're just getting started. WABC Talk Radio 77. We are back right after this. Knows politics and so much more. A true connection to real New York on 77 WABC. There's only one voice like that. That's young Stevie Wonder. With us as we come back celebrating Christmas here, the holiday season. Happy Hanukkah on WABC Talk Radio 77. Right now, ladies and gentlemen, my good friend, 
Wayne Allen Root is on the phone. You know, Wayne, I've been on your show a bunch of times. I'd like to welcome you to my show. What a pleasure it is to say that. How are you, Wayne? Hey, James. A great honor to be on. And I, I don't know if you know this, and I don't know if your listeners know this, but I am the ultimate ex-New Yorker, right? I was born and raised in New York, Mount Vernon, New York, right on the Bronx borderline. Born in Mount Vernon Hospital and uh, went to school in New York, went to college at Columbia University in New York and then ran for my life away from New York 30 years ago to get away from taxes and regulations and liberal nut jobs and wound up in Los Angeles. And then after about 10 years of, of a great life there, it became overrun by taxes, regulations, and liberal nut jobs. And so I moved to Las Vegas. And now I'm living this great life in Las Vegas, but we have a Democrat governor and a Democrat assembly and a Democrat Senate, and they're passing all these laws that will make sure, guarantee you, in about 10 or 15 years, Nevada will be overrun by taxes, regulations, and liberal nut jobs, and I'll have to find a new place to run to. Because everything liberals touch is poison. poison. Florida. Or Texas. What Florida. <laughs> or Texas, really. Florida. Palm Beach. I love Palm Beach. Yeah. I visit my friend Donald Trump all the time in Mar-a-Lago. Palm Beach is beautiful. But I, it's down to two things, Florida or Texas, because I just got married two weeks ago, and the new love of my life is, is from Dallas, Texas. So that's certainly on the radar. We shall see what happens to Nevada over the next few years. But it sure looks to be going the same direction as New York and California. Liberals just ruin everything they touch. Absolutely. Let me ask you about some of the news stories of the day, uh, Wayne. What? Look, I don't like to gloat when people get fired, um, even if they're people that I have found, let's say, unpalatable. And I, and I still have an uneasiness about talking about this Chris Cuomo case, everybody that's gloating about it. I'm not going to gloat because the guy got fired. But uh, there seems to be a little bit of discrepancy between what Chris Cuomo is saying and what the people at CNN are saying. They're saying that he clearly violated their standards, and that, which was a surprise to me that they even mentioned standards, but um, and that he gave his word to Zucker that he wasn't involved with, with some of the things that apparently he has been involved with, and that's why they fired him. What do you make of now Chris following Brother Andrew out of a job? I got a personal story. You had no idea when you asked me this, but you, you got yourself into a great story here because I was the number one host at Newsmax TV for three years up until March of 2020. And I had the number one show. I had the primetime show, 8 p.m. at night, the old Bill O'Reilly time slot. And three times a week, Bill O'Reilly was my opening guest. And, and this show was a huge hit. And the reason I eventually lost it is Chris Cuomo. Chris Cuomo, in July of 2019, or maybe it's August of 19, uh, he had as a guest on his show the owner and CEO of Newsmax, Chris Ruddy, who's a great guy, who's still a friend of mine. And I still love him, love him to death. But Chris Ruddy is a, is a guest, assuming the topic is his friend Donald Trump. And he goes on Chris Cuomo's show, and Chris Cuomo turns the entire half hour into the I Hate Wayne Allen Root Club. And he starts telling Chris Ruddy, why do you have this terrible human being on your, on your network? Why is Wayne Root hosting a show on your network? Keep in mind, James, I've never met Chris Cuomo in my life, and I've never said a bad word about him in my life. And like you said, I never gloat over someone losing their job. I never root for anyone to lose their job, even if it's a liberal I hate, right? And this guy spent a half hour defaming me, slandering me, lying about me again and again, and, and just smashing Chris Ruddy, the owner of Newsmax, 
over the head with, you can't allow this guy to be on your network. He's a birther. He's a birther about Obama and the conspiracy theorists. Well, first of all, in my whole life, I've never mentioned Obama's birth. I have no idea where Obama was born, and I've never gotten involved in the topic. So he lied on national TV and slandered me. And second of all, conspiracy theorists, I'm on the radio three hours a day talking about whatever people call in, ask me to talk about, and I opine on 10,000 topics a month. You know, in a year, I probably opine on 100,000. He cherry-picked two or three and said, see, he's a conspiracy theorist. I talk thousands of hours a year on radio and at that time on TV, too. And I don't think you're a conspiracy theorist if you could cherry-pick three topics and say, I don't like those three of Wayne Root, but leave out the other 99,997. So this guy got me fired because for the next few months, I noticed I suddenly wasn't the big fair-haired boy at Newsmax anymore. Every time Chris Ruddy spoke to me, I had the feeling I was about to be fired. And finally, he was looking for a reason to fire me because he was so embarrassed by the way Chris Cuomo painted me on CNN. And eventually, in, on March 11, 2020, he came up with an excuse, and I was terminated from Newsmax and lost my job. So all I could say is karma is a witch with a B. And uh, Chris Cuomo got exactly what he deserves, and the whole world should understand should understand a very important thing, James. I got fired because he didn't like my political views. He got fired because he's a slime ball. He got fired because he sexually harassed women. And allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. But he's no nice guy. He turns out to be a nasty, nasty person who went after me personally and purposely tried to make me lose my job. So karma is a you know what, and it came back around and it got him. And we'll see. But if it's proven now, you know liberals are nasty and evil. And Wayne Root merely had a view that they found distasteful, and I got fired in America where you have free speech for a view. They got fired because they supposedly, allegedly, did very bad things to women while posing as such feminists, such women lovers. That's what all these Democrats do. So that's my Chris Cuomo story. Okay, now, we only have a few minutes left. You know how this goes. Um, (laughs) I want to get your take on if you think your good friend and ours President Trump is going to run again in 2024. And a quick prediction from you about the 2022 midterm elections. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, by the way, I got to get one quick plug in for my book. Gotta, you know, that's that's our business. Gotta, right? you gotta. It's Christmas time. It's Christmas time. You gotta. I got two two great books. Trump rules because for forty years he's been my. See, mentor. I was trying to set you up to do that <laughs> by saying, "What do you think about Trump?" Then I was gonna, yeah. but anyway, you go ahead, plug the books, <laughs> so, and then answer my questions. <laughs> Trump Rules is my 40 years of following Trump and modeling him and all the success I've had in my life in 20 different fields and all the millions I've made are due to my following the rules of Donald Trump. And I'm very proud of that book. Great Christmas gift for the Trump fan in your life. And the great Patriot Protest and Boycott book, which I just wrote and just came out a month ago and was number one in 20 categories and uh, I think has the potential to change the direction of America because I'm trying to teach people the philosophy of Dr. Martin Luther King, which he used to win the, the civil rights movement and the human rights uh, and dignity of black Americans, right? I think conservatives need to adopt that philosophy of civil disobedience, strikes, boycotts, and protests to fight terrible things like the vaccine mandate and open borders and, and, and a thousand destructive things Democrats are doing. To well, America. when we get back to calls and well, when we go to calls, I want to hear from people about this 
new vaccine mandate that the mayor of New York City has imposed Terrible. on private Terrible. businesses. Absolutely. Horrible. All right. I asked you two questions. 2022 real quick. And do you think that President Trump is going to run again in 2024? Well, listen, he was on my show, and I asked him that exact question, and, of course, he gave the same answer he's given on many shows, which is, I can't say yes, because it would violate campaign finance law, but you'll be very, very happy with what I'm going to do. Trust me, Wayne, you're going to love what I'm going to do. And so my point is, it's a foregone conclusion. He's running again. I believe, you look at the polls, he'd win by a landslide today if he was rematched with, uh, with Joe Biden, but I've written many columns. I don't believe Joe Biden will be the nominee in 2024 if he even manages to survive that long. He's kind of a weak, feckless old man with dementia, so who knows what happens to him. But I think he steps down. I think Democrats are going to force him to step down so they can get a better candidate against, uh, against Donald Trump. Because Trump would trounce him in 2024 in one of the biggest landslides ever. So that's, that's my prediction. Assuming the candidate's Biden, I don't believe it'll be Biden. All right, 2022. Republican, well, Democrat. Yeah, Republicans are poised to win huge. The problem is, do you believe there are fair and free and honest elections with integrity? And I don't. So I, I don't, you know, it looks like it's going to be a 60 or 70 seat landslide, but Democrats have figured out ways to play games with mail-in ballots and no voter ID, and they flood each state with millions of fake ballots with no signature verification and no idea who each person is, dead people, people not at that address anymore, illegal. Aliens. So, you know, it, it, the polls would show, in my opinion, dramatic Republican lead right now, and I believe they will win dramatically. The question is, will the final results look like that win? That's the million-dollar question, because I think the same thing happened in 2020. I think Trump won, not by a landslide, but I do think he won, and I do think Democrats cheated, and I do think the final result did not look like what really happened. It's like Monday Night Football. Can you imagine if you won the game by 10, and when you woke up in the morning, they said, no, the other team won because we found 20 extra points in the locker room when there were no witnesses and nobody around. That's what happened to Trump. Whether anybody likes it or not or dislikes what I'm saying, that's exactly what happened to Trump. He was winning in five states, and they decided to stop counting for the first time in history. They all coordinated on it for the first time in history, and in the morning... They Wayne! Wayne! Days, you know? yeah. Stop it! Stop <laughs> it! We know what you think there. You said it. Look, I'm just going to say this. There are any number of people who look at elections who see things very differently than you do on this last election, and that's as much as I'm going to say about it. Of course, there are a lot of people who believe just as you said. My good friend, Wayne Allen Root, give us the name of your books again, and then I got to go. All right, Trump Rules and the Great Patriot Protest and Boycott Book by Wayne Allen Root, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Target, anywhere you buy fine books. Great Christmas gifts, great Hanukkah gifts. Thank you, James, for having me on. Love you, buddy. Love, love you, man. Done in the past, and love what you're doing right now. Thank you. God Thank you, Wayne. Always a pleasure. Wayne Allen Root, James Golden, WABC Talk Radio 77. Your call's coming up. Don't you go away. Now, here's the soul of excellence. James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snerdly, on 77 WABC. Who 
Yes, indeed. We got a little bit of an extended winter wonderland. Thought you might enjoy that. We are coming up on Christmas, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be here before you know it. This is the time. Don't wait till the last minute this year. You keep hearing about the supply chain. And I got to tell you, I sent out a machine um, to get repaired. It would usually take about a week. It has taken over three weeks. You know why? No parts. The parts can't come in. If you're looking for certain items, this supply chain thing is real. Now, I know many of you are like me. You wait till the last minute. This year, I've decided I'm not waiting till the last minute, especially for the very, very special people in my life. I don't want to be disappointed by not having what I would like to give them for Christmas. So I'm just urging don't take the supply th- ch- uh, chain shortages and all this stuff. Don't think that it's not real. It's real. You want to do your shopping early. And especially since we've got these new mandates coming down from de Blasio. Rich, where do we go? Let's start on the phone. All right, James. Good afternoon. Let us begin today with Peter in Basking Ridge, New Jersey. Peter, welcome. WABC Talk Radio 77. What's up? Hey, de Blasio spelled with a small D. I wonder why. But that's not my question to you, though. <laughs> my question is, um, the illegal aliens that are being sent back into Mexico, albeit Mexico wants them to be tested, and they're not being tested coming into the United States. Does that make any sense to you? Nothing about our immigration policy makes sense. And I don't know whether you heard this at the top of the hour, John Casamitidis, whose show comes up next, is going to talk about this from what I understand. China is now posing military bases in Africa facing our coast, which is another threat. Nothing about the way that this administration has handled the immigration crisis, and that's what it is. Our borders are wide open once again after all the magnificent work by Donald Trump to bring our borders under control. They are not under control. And now we are facing even more threats, apparently, from the Chinese military. So, no, it doesn't make any sense. Nothing that this administration has done, including leaving Americans in Afghanistan who are still there, has made any sense. Not at all. Where do we go next, Rich? Next. Excuse me there, James. Next, we're going to go out to Babylon and say hi to Eddie. Hello, Eddie. Welcome. WABC Talk Radio 77. Hello, Eddie. Welcome. Well, Eddie's not there. I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to go to a break. 
So we have time for more calls when we get back. James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurley, we will be right back. Don't go away. Welcome to the Golden Age of Radio. James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurley, is on 77 WABC. Two stories that I'm not going to spend a lot of time with because we don't have a lot of time and I want to get back to your calls. But the first is your congresswoman, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who is saying that the allegations of organized retail theft, the smash and grabs, you know, Democrat, the Democrat Party is the party of smash and grab. A lot of these allegations, she says, of organized retail theft are not actually panning out. Really? We've got pictures, we've got videos, and we've got another story here. This is from Fox News. Two armed robbers broke into a Palisades Pacific, a Pacific Palisades home in Los Angeles during a Christmas party robbed the residents in the house having a Christmas party. The sheriff out there, Bruce Chase, is warning that smash-and-grab robberies are on the rise. And yet you have our congresswoman from Queens and the Bronx, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, saying that these robberies are not actually panning out. They're not real. It's all a figment of people's imagination. What do you make of that? We have some more phone calls we'd like to get to. So, Rich, where shall we start again? All right, let us begin again out in Staten Island and say hi to Chuck. Chuck, welcome. Hi, uh, Bo. How you doing? Can you hear me? I hear you fine. What's on your mind this afternoon, Chuck? Uh, these uh, vaccine mandate conversations are driving me crazy. Why? It's a hundred-year-old law. Title 21, U.S. Code, Section 360, that says the mandates of using experimental drugs is totally forbidden. Well, what these liberals will tell you is that these drugs are no longer experimental because in some cases they have FDA approval. That's what they'll tell you. They're used under the EUA uh, mandate, experimental use authorization. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're they're cleared by the FDA for that, but Mm -hmm. they're still experimental. Uh, mm-hmm. The lady a couple of weeks ago told you about the Nuremberg Code, which mm-hmm. basically was created because of Joseph Mengele, who did experiments on people, and using experimental drugs is the same thing. So Title 21 U.S. Code 360 is on the books for a reason. Well, let me say like this. I have long maintained that these vaccine mandates should not be in place, and, and they are going to be examined by the courts. We already have the appellate courts weighing in, and I think these cases of these vaccine mandates, in 10 states so far, the appellate court has ruled against the Biden administration's blanket mandates. This is going to have to go to the Supreme Court. I think what de Blasio has done is tragic. New York is trying to recover from a horrid, horrid pandemic experience with Mayor Andrew Cuomo and de Blasio shutting down businesses, robbing people of their livelihoods, putting people out of their work, refusing to open schools, 
and these insane mask mandates. We'll see what the courts have to say, but this is just another reason I think most New Yorkers will be so happy when de Blasio, when we can start referring to him as the ex-mayor of New York. Where do we go next, Rich? From Staten Island to Long Island, let's say hi to Sal. Hi, Sal. Welcome. WABC, what's on your mind? Hey, James. Uh, Cuomo Brothers, Andrew Cuomo, he's a smart man. He's a lawyer. Basically, he fired his brother. He got his brother fired. I mean, I cannot, I cannot look at the other way. This, this is the only way I can see it. You know, what has happened to both the Cuomo brothers shows you something, I think, that goes beyond politics. In life, isn't it amazing how many times we go from being heroes? You remember in the COVID administration, these two are being celebrated as heroes early on. And now, look, a year later, both of them are without jobs, and both of them are trying to fight their way out of being disgraced, and both of them could be facing legal issues that are quite severe. Life, very funny twist and turns, or as someone said earlier today, karma. Where do we go next, Rich? Let's go up to Rockland County and say hi to Karen. Welcome, Karen. WABC Talk Radio 77, James Golden, a.k.a. Snurly with you. Hi, how are you? I love your voice. Oh, thank you, Karen. (laughs) Uh, Why don't these politicians' houses ever get hit? You know, everybody else that has to suffer, and then... You know, these idiots say that, you know, it's uh, it's not really happening. It should happen to them. Well, I don't want it to happen to anybody, including Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. But, you know, Alexandria lives in a pretty safe neighborhood in Washington, D.C. And let's face facts, she's now the upper elite. She gets invited to all the big galas and has all the fashion dresses made for her customer. She's not a little people anymore, so... No, this stuff is not going to happen to her. <laughs> it doesn't happen to any of these uh, people that uh, you know, are going along with this uh, defunct the police and all that no bail. It's everybody else that has to suffer. But and hopefully, hopefully she and others are leading the Democrat into midterm election ruin. Hopefully. Time for one more. Where do we go, Rich? Thank you for the call so much. Let's go back to Staten Island and say hi to Roberta. Roberta, you might have the last word here. Make it quick. Make it count. I'm just upset about all these uh, school shooting, and I just feel they shot metal detectors because it happened in uh, two of the schools that my grandchildren go. They have incidents, and and then they put a metal detector in for a day or two, and that's it. So, I mean, I think it's a good way to keep the guns and the the knives out of the schools. that They just don't use it enough. Well, you know what? I think that many schools might resist having metal detectors because they don't like the what it does to the school. They consider them to be dehumanizing, especially if they have good security otherwise. But I'm going to tell you something. There's something beyond these school shootings that needs to be addressed, and that's why. America has existed for over 200 years without children shooting each other up in school or shooting or bully children shooting others. We, there is something going on here. Yes, they shouldn't have access to the guns. We know that. What is happening in the souls and the brains of children 
that would allow them to become mass murderers. We need to get to the bottom of that. Get that WABC app. Keep it here all year. Hey, Christmas is coming. This is a warning. It is happening quick. The days are passing by quickly. Do your thing while you have time to do your thing. James Golden, we live in the greatest city in America, in the world, New York City, America, the greatest nation humanity has ever, ever witnessed. We're back tomorrow and every day this week. So be here at 4 o'clock. God bless and protect each and every one of you. See you tomorrow. Bye.